Sorry, I had two browser windows open. John and Jim with you on the wrap-up show. Juan Soto has likely played his final game for the Padres, per Dennis Lynn this morning in The Athletic. This following up on the reporting of Andy Martino at SNY, where not only have the Padres and Yankees discussed a trade, they've discussed players that would be included in a trade as well. So is a trade imminent of Juan Soto? Will he go between now and the end of the winter meetings next Thursday, one week from today it's john and jim special morning edition of the wrap-up show we have year-round content for you if you're here subscribe year-round content for padres fans and baseball fans subscribe smash the like button for us follow us on twitter at john schaefer at jim russell sd we appreciate all the super chats it is a great way to support our work and this channel if you want to contribute click the dollar sign below the chat box we'll get to every single Super chat here tonight. If you want to become a member, click join down below. You'll get custom emojis and badges. But man, there's a ton of smoke right now, Jim, involving Juan Soto. The winter meetings are days away. Multiple national and local reporters are reporting that Juan Soto's days in San Diego are numbered. I feel like um, this is preparing everybody for the worst. So when it does happen, it won't be a complete shock. Hmm. Like if all of a sudden, uh, you know, we didn't have any of, of these reports and all of a sudden tomorrow, they're like, oh, once it has been traded, it'd be like, what? Now I feel like the reaction to when Juan Soto gets traded is uh, like, we know it, we, we feel like it's going to happen. It, it feels like it's going to happen soon ish and by soon ish i mean within the next like week or so because there's a lot of questions this team has to has to answer and a lot of things they have to accomplish with juan soto on the team it's just becoming harder and harder to visualize things being done right um, so yeah i i'm i'm expecting it i've already braced for it I've said multiple times I hate it. I don't want them to trade Juan Soto, but they put themselves in this position. This is Preller's fault. Um, so if uh, if anyone if anybody's going to be mad at anybody, just be you have to be mad at Preller, and then it's that's because he put the team in this position. He traded all the prospects for Soto. He fucked up by giving a bunch of money to to players that should not have gotten that money. And you could argue that maybe Peter had things to do with that as well. But at the same time, all of these moves are going back onto AJ Preller. And the reasons why Juan Soto will eventually be traded is because they did not allocate their money smartly and they didn't build a roster with all the money that was that they had smart. Like it, it is it is not a smart. It's, the roster is not built smart at all. Okay. Well, let me say this. Yes and no. I mean, I think the initial trade for Juan Soto was universally liked. Padres fans, I, baseball I, community, I, pundits, reporters. Where it all went wrong, in my opinion, is how grossly off target they were in 2023. In, in, a, in a number of areas, not just going 82 and 80 and missing the postseason, but their spend... Mm -hmm. was so out of whack with what then happened with their TV deal and then, unfortunately, what transpired here with Peter Seidler's tragic passing. The payroll was probably already coming down, and we got indications before 2023 from Eric Rupner, like, hey, we're not sure the level of sustainability here. This isn't without risk. He said that right. before 2023, and the risk kept increasing. 
the TV deal, the team's performance, and the overall spend were completely out of control. And part of the spend that went out of whack, and it's not really the blame game right here, but let's just say what it is. I mean, the Machado $350 million deal was never really in the cards until it was in the cards. Like yeah. when they traded for Juan Soto, I don't know if they knew they were going to give $350 million more to Manny Machado. And then the Bogart signing, I'm with you. I'm pro- the Bogart signing doesn't make any sense. It just it didn't in real time, and we celebrated it because it's Xander Bogarts. I mean, everyone celebrated it. But if you want to be reasonable with it, it's like celebrating buying a new TV for five grand when you could have gotten one for five hundred bucks, and it does the exact same thing. Right. Like you bring it home, you're like, "This is great," and then you're like, "Why did we spend five thousand dollars on a television? <laughs> it makes right. no sense." None. And that's that's kind of what happened with Bogarts. But I'm with you. Preller deserves a lot of blame. In real time, I think the Soto trade should have been celebrated. I think it paid off in 2022, but it's been – they're just so off target, Jim. They said three pennant races, they're going to get one. Yeah, And that's – I mean, that's a really bad look on the organization and specifically A.J. Preller. Yeah. The, the second that they made that Soto deal, everything that they – you okay there? I'll turn on the light. Oh, okay. It not do much, but just want a little more light. Literally changed nothing. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the, it. <laughs> <laughs> the second that they made that Soto deal, everything they should have done from there on out should have been um, a plan based on how can we keep Juan Soto for not only three <laughs> seasons, like but 10. potentially like 10. Yep. Like that is our now new goal. And they kind of put it off to the side. Like, ah, it's fine, whatever. We'll worry about it later. And then we go and sign this guy. And we, and like you said, the Manny contract, that wasn't in the cards until it was in the cards. Right. And there's been reporting of people in that organization in the front office not really wanting to do that deal. Mm-hmm. And there was not a 100% consensus on that contract for Manny Machado. We talk about the Bogarts contract a lot, fucking up a lot of things. The Manny Machado contract has fucked up a lot of things. And so you compound... Uh, the Bogarts deal with the Manny deal. And oh, by the way, you'll sneak in another 80 million for, for Cronorth and another 100 plus million for you, Darvish. Mm-hmm. And now you're looking at a situation where it's like you revisit the Soto stuff and you're like, we can't do shit here. Like we're done. We're cooked. The only, the only avenue we have is trading him. And so they, they, they grossly mismanaged this entire thing. And it's, and you're right. It starts with AJ. Like, the second that this deal was made for Juan Soto, they just said, eh, cool. Instead of actually having a plan going forward, executing that plan to try to maximize everything they possibly could out of Juan Soto. What they should have done is have a plan to build this franchise around Juan Soto and Fernando Tatis Jr. Like, I understand. Yeah, the young the, guys. The young guys. Yep. Right? Makes sense. Hey, two 24-year-old, uh, you know, super talented, once-in-a-generation type of players on our team. Yeah, we, we want that for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. But instead, you know, they they just kind of said, we're going to just spend a shit ton of money and try to win this next year. And and, and I, I look, I can cre- I credit them for going for it for sure. I think everybody does. I think, I think, uh, in hindsight, it's it's amazing to say it was stupid. Um, but at the time, it's like, 
fuck it. Just try to win a championship, right? Yeah, we even said that. We're like, you know, I've caution to the wind. Yeah. Who cares about the future? It's the classic Brent said, our producer. He's 100% right. It's like, you get your credit card limit from 10K to 20K. You get an email. Hey, it's up to 20K, your fidelity card. And you go right like, to 20K. And you go to 20K and you're like, I don't even have the 10K. And now yeah. I got 20K in debt. What do I have for it? A $5,000 TV that I should have bought for 500 bucks and a really nice Christmas tree and a lot of presents. And yeah. it's like, it just came to pass so quickly. And now the bills are due. And like, as Dennis writes, you need starting pitching. Yeah. You need relief help. You need a catcher with Luis Campusano. You need outfield help because the Trent Grisham experiment is just flat out over. Done. Not to mention, if you don't have Soto, Fernando yeah. Tatis Jr. isn't eligible to play all three positions all, all 162 games. He's not going to play left, center, and right. It would be no. interesting. No. Um, so, and, and you have no money. So, of course, can you get creative with a trade or two? Yes. Can you promote from within your system? Of course. But are you going to be successful? You're trying to get to the postseason or win a World Series. You have a $200 million payroll. Texas Rangers just won a World Series, the $200 million payroll. You're not trying to win 74 games with a $200 million payroll. So because of all of this, Juan Soto is going to be traded. Now, I still think they can get a really good return for him. And I do still think, as we've said repeatedly, let other teams come to you, get a best offer. There are other desperate teams in the sport that are trying to win. Um, but I think ultimately he's going to be moved. And short term, it's going to suck. And nobody likes the idea of trading Juan Soto. But if they're able to navigate this successfully, there's a scenario in which it could be beneficial. I don't know if it's in 2024 or not, but certainly long term, you could acquire talent that could be beneficial for the organization and free up money that helps you in the short term as well. Right. Um, do I have much confidence in AJ Preller? Like, no, I don't. But I do have confidence that, and I said this the other day, I don't expect him to on initial glance to get fleeced. Like I don't expect mm -hmm. whatever trade he makes here for Juan Soto it to be viewed in the baseball world is what the fuck was he doing? Like, I don't, I don't see it that way. Um, I mean, some people might've said that's about the Juan Soto deal, but Hey, look, you're getting Juan Soto. <laughs> so that's my retort. If yeah, I don't then. think they got back then. I'm like, they didn't get fleeced. I mean, I don't no. know what Washington's going to look like with those players in a year or two. I don't know what James Wood's going to look like. I don't know if even if uh, Mackenzie Gore, uh, Mackenzie Gore, CJ Abrams, Robert. I don't even know if Robert Hassel's like, where's Robert Hassel at? I, don't know. I mean, it seems like a nice return. I mean, what they've gotten out of Abrams, the potential of Gore and Wood. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like a very nice return that could pay dividends for the Nationals. Yeah. But on, but, Whenever this trade happens on first glance, I don't expect it to be a what the hell was that type of yeah. reaction. Yeah. They're gonna that, get real prospects back. Right. Cause because that's how um I mean I can't remember a deal on first reaction from AJ. Now a lot of his deals turn out to be shit, but on first reaction, I, I can't remember a deal where I'm like, dude, AJ got released. So no, that Seattle deal. Well, in hindsight, yeah. In hindsight, but yeah. But that's going to happen. And it happens with every GM. I know. That's what I mean. Like, of course, you have to let things play out. And I'm the most impatient person on the world. So, And it seems like AJ is also very impatient as well. On first glance, when they traded uh, the Seattle deal a couple years ago, Ty France thing hurt. But you didn't realize Ty France was like, oh, he's actually going to be like a competent first baseman. And mm -hmm. then the brash and Munoz, and you're like, shit, those are two amazing bullpen arms now for the for the Mariners. 
you know, and Austin Nola has now been released. So, there, yes, over the course of time, it, you guys see how things pan out. But on initial first glance, everyone's like, they, we, Padres got a catcher, you know? And yeah, he so, hit 300 for seven games this year. He's amazing. Right. right. So whenever this deal goes down is what I'm saying is I don't expect it to look on initial first glance like a horrible deal, even though I will view it as you just trade a fucking Juan Soto. Yeah, you he's going to be in the Hall of Fame in 15 right. years. All right, let's get to some of these supers. Guys, if you're here, subscribe. All right, if you are here, whether it's live or on replay, please subscribe. If you're here on replay, we do appreciate those super thanks. And uh, if you're here live, we appreciate your super chats. Great way to support this channel. We'll get to every single super chat today. Question, comment, whatever it is, just want to support. Click the dollar sign below the chat box like Vector53 did. Thank you, Vector. Thanks, Vector. He says, Preller's boomer or bust mentality has hurt more than helped. Yeah, I mean, you're nine plus seasons in and there's been more bust than boom. There's been mm-hmm. a bit of boom. There's been a lot of bust. So I think if you want to simplify it to that, yeah, that's accurate. He's won press conferences. He's won off seasons. He's won trades. He's marketed the thing incredibly well from a GM perspective. But the result, the like steak over sizzle, hasn't occurred. It's been sizzle over steak by and large. Yeah. Um, if you're looking at, uh let's see here. I mean, last year, John. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Stupid phone. <clears throat> trying to do math, but it's not going to work. I'm not doing math. Okay, good. I'm doing last year's payrolls for teams. All right. <laughs> okay. And you had San Diego up there. Third. Third. Okay. Yeah, behind the Yankees. Um, you know, I'm just looking at like Texas, Philadelphia, the Dodgers, Houston, Atlanta. Um, Seattle, uh, Milwaukee, Arizona, Tampa Bay, Baltimore. All those teams were winners last year, and they all had a worse payroll than the Padres. Oh, you sure, can yeah. win. You can mm-hmm. win with a payroll under two hundred million dollars. It's it is a one hundred percent fact that you can easily win in this in baseball today with a payroll under two hundred million dollars. The point is. While their payroll will be around 200, mm-hmm. a little, maybe a little under $200 million this upcoming season, potentially, they have allocated all of that money to like eight guys. Yeah, they did it poor. Exactly. It's like you, you this goes back to our point. Yes. It, like you can, you can go to the supermarket and spend $100 on one item, or you can do it on 10. That's your choice. And they spent $100 on one item with a $100 yeah, like budget. Like, what's a high end steak? I don't eat meat. A filet mignon. Yeah, like what's a high end fish? <laughs> you know, like you go there and there's like there's like the thirty nine ninety nine fish, and then there's the nine ninety nine fish. Yeah, you, you're still okay. getting you're still getting fed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, they. I mean, everyone knows that that's the problem. Like, I mean, the Rangers spent some money in free agency, and not all of it panned out perfectly. But yeah, and they I, didn't and, allocate and, the way the Padres did. And it's like I saw this day on social media. It's like we should be happy that the payrolls are up at two hundred million dollars, and that uh, we have all these sweet players on this team. That's not like the point. The point is that the two hundred million dollars is nice in like on paper. You see, oh, the Padres have a two hundred million dollar payroll. That's awesome. They should be winners. The fact is, like all these sweet players that you're talking about have taken up the entire payroll. And if you check, there's twenty six men on a roster. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, 
not eight. So it's continuing to pan home. Uh, it is a very boomer bust situation with the Padres. These these sweet players on this team, if they perform, this team could be good. Uh, but you're asking a lot of the rest of your roster that are probably the minor leaguers and talent that's not really great to perform in spots. Because, you know, uh, what does Shaq say? Usually you win with the others. Especially right? in baseball. I mean, especially in baseball. You I mean, have you, to here's have the, the others. Yeah, and you can't – they don't have – I mean, the prospects they have, maybe there are some that are ready, but they don't have this wholesale group of players that are quote-unquote ready. I mean, just just look at a year ago what they had in AAA – Look at some of the players that have finally reached double A. You got guys that were drafted like within the last one year. And if you rush one player, okay. But if you rush multiple players and you're trying to win collectively as a team, you can get yourself into a complete mess. And by the way, there's going to be rookies on this opening day roster. And some of that will be celebrated and some might perform, but some may not. And you might put some of those players back potentially by doing it as well. Let's continue with the super chats. If you're here, please subscribe. Thank you for the super chats. We'll get to all of them like this one from SJL Stevens, who is also a member. Click join down below. If you want to become a member, get emojis and badges. He says, you guys have confidence. AJ will recoup what we lost with the initial Soto trade. No, no. I mean, in fact, because, and that's not AJ Preller's fault that he can't recoup he can't. because he had two and a half years when he traded for Soto. And now Soto's got one year left. So there's no equaling the trade. Now, Kyle Glazer told us two days ago, Baseball America, that you want max value for Soto, which means you don't include Trent Grisham with him or Jay Cronenworth or whomever else, you Darvish, because that's going to minimize your return. And for a player of Soto's ability, you got to get high ceiling, high caliber players in return. Um, and you need to maximize return, not maximize dollars going out. I think he's going to get a good return, potentially. I just don't think it's the same return that he gave up two, two years ago. Yeah, what what is Preller's main motivation here? Is it more so trying to get rid of as much money as possible so he has more flexibility? If that's the case, then you try your damnedest to attach Cronenworth to a Soto deal. If it's to just try to, you have to maximize as much as you possibly can get from a from from Juan Soto, then you're only trading Juan Soto. You're going to get a lesser return if you try to attach Cronenworth than if you do not. But if they do attach Cronenworth, then we know what they truly want, which is to shed as much money as possible. Yep, keep getting that payroll lower. Maybe give themselves flexibility to make some signings. Because I believe you could attach Cronenworth to a deal with Soto. You know he's got a no-trade clause as well? Did you read that? Shut the fuck up, really? Eight-team no-trade clause. Oh, my God. Isn't that amazing? How many? Now, I don't know. I don't know how often he can change that, or if that's something that changes. I don't know what would apply there, but eight of the other twenty-nine teams he can void. And uh, Bogarts has a no trade too, right? Full no trade clause. Now that does listen. If you wanted to go to a player like it, it, it makes no sense. I mean, it literally makes no sense. They'll have egg on their face, and you're going to not draw at the box office. But if you could you go to Xander Bogarts or Manny Machado or Jay Cronenworth and say, hey, here's our issue. Do you want to work with us on landing in a place you want to be? It doesn't make any sense. Machado signed less than one year ago. Xander Bogarts signed literally less than one year ago. Cronenworth makes more sense. But the Machado-Bogarts thing, you, it's hard enough to sell the Soto 
trade and now you're going to move Machado or Bogarts as well. I mean, you're not going to, it's going to be 2017 all over again. I know the Bogarts deal is viewed as one of the worst in baseball right now, as rightfully so. Um, man, if you could just sit down with him and be like, listen, listen, but who wants him? And it's the point. I, I, yeah. I understand, but if, but if you can first get him to, to waive it, then you have the opportunity to go out and see what you could do. Hey, Bogarts starts- and Merrill. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. That's the problem. It's like you get rid of Bogarts. One, you're probably going to have to eat a bunch of that money. And two, you're probably going to have to attach a prospect to him as well. Oh, definitely. Who the fuck wants Xander Bogarts on your team? <laughs> For the next 10 years. For that money. 270 or whatever. Nobody does. 250. Uh, Richard, thank you again. If you're here, guys, please subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the super chats. Padres deal, uh, potentially dealing away Juan Soto. Is it imminent? Um, again, any Martino at SNY reporting that they have talked player names, the Yankees and the Padres involving a potential Soto deal. Richard saying, imagine if these contracts weren't done, could sign Bellinger solves your center field problem and can play first base. Hassan Kim could be extended and on and on. Can't worry about it now. Make the trade and move on. You're saying if you could go back and rewrite history, not do Bogarts, not do Machado. That's what we're saying. Yeah. And then you have Tatis, you have Soto potentially. You might have a little bit of additional money as well, but you can't go back in time and do that. These are I wouldn't the decisions sign Bellinger. I wouldn't sign Bellinger even. Neither I would I. That's an overpay. Dude wants reportedly $250 million. Get the fuck out of here. Off one no good way. year, and he's going to be playing at Petco, and he's not replicating numbers here. Like the Cubs got maximum value from him last year. And there's no way in hell, if I'm a team, I'm going out and giving him a 200 plus million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. No chance. The Kim extension, 100%. Absolutely. That is something I would want to get done for sure. Now, I might wait a little bit, honestly, but at the same time, he's a, he's a five war player and he's the best defender in baseball. He was much. higher than a five war player last year, right? Yeah. You know, and. and if he's on the open market, what, what could he get? He's improving every single year. He's he's been in the big leagues. He, um, he's a five eight war player. His OPS plus, and you're listening. He had a great year. It's it's a one ten right ten percent better better than league average offensive player last year. His career is a one hundred OPS plus, aka league average hitter. He's an amazing defender. Yeah, I'm also by the way, I'm probably not giving Hassan Kim one hundred fifty million dollars either. Me neither. You know what I mean? No. I would try for like. The Cronenworth deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lesser years, more more AAV. Um, but the one thing it would absolutely give you is the flexibility to go out and sign starting pitching. I Sonny Gray mm-hmm. would have been an option for sure. Um, now it's like dumpster diving if you're going to go yeah. free starting pitching. Yeah, you. Uh, who else? Um. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Still wouldn't sign. I mean, you're talking about the who else is starting pitching wise, like the the bottom of the barrel. No, no, like if they had this flexibility, like who could they have gone out and signed this offseason potentially? Well, I would just say l- l- let's just do this quick trade. No Cronenworth, yes Kim. 
No Darvish, yes, Snell. Again, easy to say today. And I'm not saying you want to no. sign Snell to a $200 million deal either. But if you had you had $100 million, you could have taken that $100 million to Snell, again, with the benefit of hindsight, and said, yeah. do you want $100 million before this Cy Young season? And he would have been like, yeah, I probably do. Probably, so like, yeah. you, you could have attacked Snell, not Darvish. And you could have attacked Kim, not Cronenworth. They can't they catch any breaks, dude. This team can't catch any, like, usually, like, like, uh, fucking Ronald Acuna. What's he signed yep. for? Yeah, like, exactly. He's making like 10, like, it's ridiculous. Ozzy Albies, like, yeah, this team. Well, the Braves have done it marvelously, obviously. Yeah. They're, they're the, the, the standard of yep. how to get things done. But yep. my point is, can this team sign one player? For like, whatever you know, fifteen million a year, and that player performs like a thirty million dollar player. No, like, no, they can't. They can't. Not have, offensively, you know, it just doesn't happen here. They can't sign a guy to a long term contract, and then that person all of a sudden just completely outperforms that contract for mm-hmm. however many years. They can't can't catch any breaks, dude. They can't catch any breaks. They have to overpay for everybody, and then once they overpay, those players end up sucking. And it completely screws this team. So the, not only can they not catch breaks there, and I don't know what happens next year. They were a really good one-run team in 2022. They were as bad as you can get like in baseball history in 2023. Jim, they're playing all these extra inning games last year. They've got like the bases loaded with nobody out, and they don't, they don't score a run. I mean, were they 0-11 at one point before they finally won? Yeah. It was like the worst start in baseball history. I mean, this team was completely snake-bitten, and you're right. The contracts they've been snake-bitten with to some extent and- as well. And you know if they sign if they sign Hassan Kim, he would revert right back to his like rookie season. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. He'll have like a six fifty OPS. Yeah. It'll be a disaster. That's exactly right. Um, okay, while we have a moment, I do want to remind you about our title sponsor here on the wrap up show, our good friend Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. I've got a homeowner's life and earthquake insurance policy through Mark. I'm about to pick up Car insurance policy through Mark. He can save you so much money just by switching your insurance. If you want to save money, like $750 or more on your insurance, just call Mark. San Diegan, lifelong Padres fan. He's been with the channel since day one. A number of our viewers now have their insurance through Mark, and they can vouch for him as well. He'll talk to you about the Padres, this critical offseason, Juan Soto, the possibility of him being dealt. Also talk to you about saving money on your insurance. And not just saving money, he's a great insurance agent because last year we had a flood in here. And he saved us thousands of dollars. Me, my wife, my family. He saved us thousands of dollars. He saved us so much time. He took care of everything. It was like the most simple process for something that is literally life-changing. When you got to move out of your home and people got to come in and do new flooring and painting, it can be truly a nightmare. And without Mark, it would have been an absolute nightmare. He saved us so much time and money, and I thank him for that. So if you're looking to save money, if you want to support the channel, if you want to support a San Diegan, Click the link in the description down below. Everyone has an insurance need. Before you're a new, call Mark. He's going to save you money. Click the link in the description down below. Free quotes online. Free quotes by calling Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all this information is always above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to our buddy Mark, let him know the wrap-up show sent you. you know, Big Island bum asked... Uh, did the article give it, names from the Yankees? It gave yeah. names, but not names that were discussed. As in, they did, they weren't certain of the names discussed. Andy Martino did say that the Padres' initial ask was like exuberant, as expected. But 
when we looked at some of the names that were being discussed, the Yankees have five top 100 prospects per Baseball America or MLB.com, including arguably their top position player prospect, Jason Dominguez, who's only ranked by baseball. I say only. He's ranked as the 74th best prospect in baseball, which is about an average of the third best prospect in an organization. Because there's 30 teams, 30 times two is 60. He's 74th. He'd be like a third best prospect on average in an organization. Yankees fans say, oh, they'd be crazy to trade Jason Dominguez. What are the Padres thinking? They'll never get Jason Dominguez in a deal for Juan Soto, who's only got one year, one year left. And I don't buy that. I think the Padres are going to get um, a real return for Juan Soto, even with only one year left in his deal. I think the Yankees are desperate. And if it's not the Yankees that are desperate, some other team is going to be for a future Hall of Famer with this production. And they need pitching back, too. They're not just trying to trade for Jason Dominguez because he's a future center fielder. Uh, you also need pitching back. But, yeah, uh, is it Anthony Volpe, uh, the shortstop prospect? It's Dominguez, the center field prospect. There's multiple pitchers in their organization, also in the top 100. Now, look. Jason Dominguez is uh, injured. He had a major arm injury um, at the end of this year. So you'd be trading for a guy that I don't know uh, when he would be back. He's 20. He's 20 years old, and everybody is like, this guy's going to be really good. Like, this guy's going to be legit. Um, So he had Tommy John in September. Recovery Correct. nine months, September, October. November, what arm was December. that? Was this, is it throwing arm? Um, which includes the be, addition right? of internal bracing, the team announced. Nine-month nine recovery. Um, we'll start next season on the IL. Can probably expect to see him sometime around the middle of the season. But okay, who cares? So, you know, that, that's, yeah. that's not a reason for me not to try to trade for him at all. He's got five-plus years of service remaining before eligible for free agency. That's what I'm worried about. He's 20 years old. Yep. What did he do when he came up with the Yankees? Like He, he hit like, like a 1,000 home runs in like one game. Right. <laughs> no, he hit um four home runs in eight games. Okay. Yeah. Seven RBIs. The double. future – of Jason Dominguez is what you'd be trading for, not the immediate impact that you can get from him. Definitely. But honestly, like I'm looking at the prospects that were named here. All right. You have, uh, you know, Jason Dominguez, you have Anthony Volpe, which is Mm -hmm. interesting because that's another shortstop. But then again, if you could trade for Anthony Volpe and somehow move off of (laughs) Bogarts, but you're asking like impossible shit here. Right. Um, you also have Michael King, pitcher. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you have some talent there. They're not like top thirty talent in all of baseball. There's a couple top one hundred players there. But I'm honestly, I, I like I said yesterday, dude. I'm setting that line, and I am not crossing it, dude. I am not. I if you're trading for Soto. It's going to have to hurt you a little bit, mm-hmm. the, the team that's trading for him, because I'm giving you one of the best players in baseball. And yeah. the problem is everybody knows the situation with the Padres, so there's no hiding from any of it. There's no like, like we, we don't have to trade them because the other, other team is going to be like, you actually do. We, we know how fucked you are financially. That's the thing. They 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 can't 
mask any of this. And that's a problem. Yeah, but they don't forward. need to do it. It doesn't have to be done. I mean, they can do it on their terms. There's a lot of time to move on Soto. Absolutely. There and, is, but they also have to other teams do it. are gonna have to determine what they need. And you know, the Yankees are gonna play the leverage game. Oh, we could sign Cody Bellinger, and other teams are gonna say we could do this or that. At the end of the day, Juan Soto is a more valuable asset than yeah. the Padres are desperate, if that makes sense. Like his value supersedes any desperation of the Padres, and his value is real, therefore, his return will be real as well. Yeah. Um, let's get to some of these supers. Alex, thank you. He says his worry is the Padres trading stars history. I was just saying, yeah, their trade track record. That's a fair worry. I mean, listen, if Juan Soto gets traded to the Yankees next year, he will have an OPS over 1,000. Book it. Yes. Yes. Free agent walk year, short fences everywhere. AL East is a joke. Fenway, Yankee Stadium, Camden Yards. It's a joke. Dude. And he's going to have Aaron Judge behind him in a lineup? Or he, he will have a whatever. 1050 OPS. He'll have a better year than he ever did with the Padres. And by the way, it makes sense because ballpark yep. factors are real and he's about to be a free agent. So if you think, you, oh, you know, Soto, all he does is walk or he didn't have a great year, he's going to kill you on the other side of it. But that's not the point. No. The point is go get the best possible return you can get for the guy who's going to kill you regardless once he leaves. Not kill you, but he's mm -hmm. just going to produce. He's and just going to produce. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. Because you're going to see highlights every single night on ESPN. Yeah. Oh, he's hit homers in four straight games. But it, if you can trade him as far away as possible, which and New York the ironic, and League kind of is. The ironic thing is, they actually play the Yankees next year here in well, San they play Diego. Every team. Oh, yeah. yeah, at home. So you're gonna you're possibly going to see a lot of return like reunions next year. Like that, that think about that. You're going to have Snell. Start, Snell you're going to have Melvin, Soto, like Hater, probably, wherever yeah. he goes. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, your Machado, three players, Tatis, Bogarts. No, yeah. <laughs> Martinez, when the rights come to town. Dude. By but, the way, that speaks yeah. to their issues. I mean, a very reasonable yeah. deal for Nick Martinez. Good on Cincinnati. Really tough place to pitch to get Nick Martinez for two years, $26 million. Padres, um, weren't willing obviously to go that high 13 a year for nick martinez who served a valuable role for the padres the last couple of seasons he goes to cincinnati so that that tells you the situation the padres are in they are not comfortable spending 13 million dollars on a you know serviceable pitcher like nick martinez who they know mm -hmm. the thing is uh good for nick he got a a nice little bump there not mm -hmm. anything crazy i think it's a it made 10 million last year all right so now he parlayed that into twenty six million, like guaranteed, which is nice, thirteen mm -hmm. million a year. But um, I, I tweeted out yesterday. I was like, "That's very interesting." Someone asked, "Why is it interesting, Jim?" It's like, "Well, uh, no money because either they just don't like Martinez anymore, which, which would be I don't interesting, buy. which I don't buy either, or the more logical thing is that." They can't go even up to 13 million or 26 million for a quality starting pitcher for two years. Mm -hmm. That's concerning. Uh, Nick, thank you for the super chat. Do appreciate it, guys. If you're here, please subscribe and smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We're going to get to every single super chat here today. We do appreciate your support of the channel. With the Supers, click the dollar sign below the chat box like Nick has done. He says, Yankee fans who think Dominguez is untouchable is laughable. He's the number 74 prospect in baseball, not number one. Any deal with the Yankees that doesn't include Dominguez coming here 
is a fail in my opinion. Now, I would say this. Yes, on the surface, but no, if you're able to get what you want. Like if you got three pitching prospects and didn't land Jason Dominguez, but that was your priority, yeah. then seemingly that makes sense. But if you fall short of Dominguez, who's on your list and you cannot land him, then I would agree. But if the priority is like, let's go fleece their pitching with not just one or two, but three, well then, okay, maybe it makes sense. But if your priority is Dominguez and you don't land him, then I agree. Yep. I, I, I agree with you there. Um, if they want Dominguez and if Dominguez is like the end all be all to a trade, then if you're Preller, you are not conceding. You're like, dude, I, I'm not giving you Soto unless you give me Dominguez. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what it is. If they truly view Dominguez in that way. If they don't, and like you said, they view pitching their prospects more highly than Dominguez, then okay, mm-hmm. then you're not crossing that line unless you get the pitching prospects that you want. Whatever prospects they want from the Yankees, whether it be Dominguez, King, Volt, whoever, right? You're not crossing that line to get you get at least close to what you want. And yeah. you have to have a guarantee player like I am not making this trade unless I get that guy. And that's what they have to do. And then you might I, have yeah, to I agree. And if and if that guy that they want is so highly viewed by the Yankees, then you might have to um you know take away a player that you might have also wanted, but it's not a, ahead of the number one guy that you want. Like whoever their number one guy is on the Yankees right now that they want. They have to get, in 100%. my opinion. Yeah, you can't settle. You're not settling. And maybe it's not the Yankees. I think the Yankees is likely yeah. because it's the Yankees. They know what Juan Soto means to their fan base. Oh, the my God. New, you know, the tickets it sells, the excitement it creates. I mean, it's the New York it's Yankees. the player he is, dude. Yeah, it's, it's the Yankees. Of course they want Juan Soto. It fills a need. Left field. Yeah. Alex, thank you. He says, uh, Yankee fans want Soto for a PTBNO. Yeah, player to be named later, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, And that's probably still not enough. No. Cash yeah. consideration. You know, they probably want the Padres to pay one third of his, you know, thirty-two million he's going to be owed in twenty twenty-four. Yeah, it's a possibility. Um, okay, guys, if you are here again, a reminder: um, we've got great partners for you here on the wrap-up show, including our friends over at Aura Ora dot organic. If you're looking to get healthier in twenty twenty-four, we all are. It should start with Aura, which is a plant-based nutritional supplement company. They've got great, great products for you, including a probiotic I've taken every single day. For well over a year, it's great for digestion. It's great for your heart. It's great for your mental health as well. They have pre-workout supplements for you. They're plant-based. They have proteins for after workouts. They have omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, a lot of men are. If you're taking a fish oil, you can take the um, omega-3 oil from our friends at Aura. They have sleep pills, immunity pills, much, much more. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan, has supported this channel for the better part of the last two years. They have offices in San Diego right here in Liberty Station. So a great company that supports our work, that supports the Padres, that really enjoys this channel. If you want to get healthier, yourself, your family, your friends, this holiday season into 2024, check them out by clicking the link in the description down below or by going to ORA.organic. Yeah, they have everything you need to uh, live a healthy lifestyle. Go there right now. It's all organic, plant-based supplements, uh, healthiest on the market. They have pre-workouts for you. They have protein for after-workouts, probiotics, all of it. Go there right now, www.ora.organic. Pick up some stuff and uh, check it out, and you'll thank us later. Because there is no path to add three three starting pitchers from outside the organization without spending more money. Yeah, You know, like you're up against it. 
And yes, you could make trades, but trades involve increasing your salary likely as well for quality starting pitching. You could go out for your free agency, but there's no path to add three starters for a total of 10 or $20 million. And they need starting pitching. And I think some of it might come from the system. Okay, like one starter, but what about the other one or two or three that you're going to need? So, you know, listen, it's likely that it's going to involve Juan Soto to free up some capital. Maybe they have some other creative idea to save $30 million, like trading Xander Bogarts. I don't see it. Like trading Jay Cronenworth. Maybe that's a possibility. You're not freeing up $30 million per year in doing that. But Dennis Lynn saying Juan Soto's likely plays final game, final game as a Padre. Others saying a trade could be imminent. Others saying that the Yankees and Padres have literally discussed names in a Juan Soto trade. I mean, this is more than smoke at this point. And I mean, he could literally be gone within seven days from now by the end of the winter meetings. Yeah. Daniel asks ask a good question. He goes, so in your opinion, what's the most likely outcome for the Padres in the next two to three years? A fire sale, a team sale, or Preller's last year? If it's the latter, I feel Preller will drain the farm. Hmm. I honestly think for the next two to three years, uh, what we all saw the past two to three years, you're not going to see that again. You're not going to see big-time spending. You're not going to see big-time contracts. You're not going to see a $300 million deal. Um, I, I do believe that they're going forward. Them going forward is going to be them heavily emphasizing their farm because they have I agree. To. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think they're going to lean heavily into their system. Um. And that's not a bad thing at all. I mean, that's what they like should have been doing over the last however many years, but probably got very impatient. And a lot of these prospects that he had didn't pan out and they didn't know how to develop these guys. And they, and you know, one pitcher had a bad, would have a bad year and it's like, got to get rid of them. Like, so leaning heavily into their farm system, I think that's the way they're going to go. Um, you know, once Kim's contract is up, would not be surprised if they don't resign him. Unfortunately, uh, you know, I I uh, wouldn't put it past them to try eventually down the road to move off of either Bogarts or, you know, something like that. And honestly, out of the Bogarts, Tatis, and Manny, like, who's more tradable out of those three? More tradable? Like, or like, that you'd want to trade? Like, who's who has more trade value of those three players? It's not even close. Yeah. So, we, we all... One, two, three, Tatis. Tatis. Yeah. yeah, of course. I mean, it's not even close. It's 24. Elite defender with plus, plus power that's coming back next year. So, unfortunately, for the foreseeable future, you're going to see a lot of Manny and Bogarts. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Manny can bounce back. I don't know about for 10 years. <laughs> but no. I, th- I think he can bounce back. And I don't know what 2024 looks like off this elbow. But he's got to be better than he was in 2023, and they're going to count on better. Him. Yep. Um, Alex, thank you for the super chat. He says uh, Pedro Severino got 13 million with a five ERA. Says a lot. He had a six six ERA. Pedro Severino last year. Um, that's just the price. I mean, that I'm sorry. You're not, you're not going to unless it's diamond in a rough stuff, which is what AJ did last year to his credit, and he might be able to do that again. But it's still not going to come at like five. It's going to come at like ten. And he doesn't even have 10 right now. It all starts like the first domino or the keystone, and we've been talking about this, is Soto. Yep. you got to make a determination. And assuming the determination is move him, that's still the first domino. And he's got work to do, by the way. The season will start. Like the job of a general manager is to complete a roster. You don't just sit around and wait on it. 
why would you sit around and wait on your first move? That's the other issue. Like you can't just sit around and wait on it. He's got real work to do. The point of the winter meetings is to uh, get some of that work done. He's not just going to twiddle his thumbs for for the next seven days. So it starts with Soto, and I think after Soto you see movement. But there's a reason you're seeing no movement with the Padres. I mean, nothing. You've seen no movement with the Padres because their hands are completely tied until they figure this thing out. Yeah, doesn't it feel like – I'm not – doesn't it – like Otani's obviously the biggest fish right now. Once he fall, once he gets signed somewhere, things could really start heating up. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it feel like Juan Soto, like, doesn't it feel like that Juan Soto domino when once it it falls, you're going to see a lot more movement. Or um, you're saying Soto or Otani? Soto. Oh yeah, I think the Padres will be real active in completing. Or you're saying around baseball or with the Padres? Both. Yeah, I think the Padres will be very active after the Soto trade. I'm not saying like like. You know, the moves will be like these massive moves everyone's talking about, but I think they'll be very active to complete the roster. But yeah. we're waiting on that shoe. Right. That's how I look at it. Um, so we shall see. We shall see. Um, what else? I mean, Martinez again off to Cincinnati. Snell will see. Does he go at the winter meetings? Hater will see. You know, is he signed at the winter meetings? I mean, I, I'd expect there to be movement at the winter meetings. I don't know if it's involving sure. the Padres or not, but you're you're going to see some real moves around baseball at the winter. What, what's the Otani timeline? You know, I don't know. And either and do I. Remember how everyone was saying Otani is definitely going to be in the talks, and and we said it too, but then things change. Padres talks, you're saying? Yeah, like linked to Otani. Ain't yeah, not, ain't happening. that's not happening. That's not happening. Uh, while we have a moment, we remind you the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports is with, with our friends at Underdog Fantasy. You can scan that QR code on the screen right now to download the Underdog Fantasy app or go to underdogfantasy.com. If you use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. It's a great place to play fantasy sports. If you're drafting, they have drafts starting at $3. You can auto-draft, you can draft yourself, but after the draft, they take care of everything else. There are no waivers, there are no trades, they set your lineups. It's the it's the easiest thing to do. It's the easiest thing to do. We've been doing it over the last year. Also, you can play the Pick'em, simple higher or lower contest for a chance to win in the Pick'em contest, again, at underdogfantasy.com. As you go there, remember to use the promo code PODSRAP, that's P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Alex, thank you for the super. He says a lot of fans, news to temper expectations, think we trade. What's this? Oh, we can get Lee, Kelper, Burns. Prices are going to high. Could trade Soto still dump or dive. Is this okay? Uh, okay. What? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking Corbin maybe Burns? Corbin Burns in there in Burners. I don't know about Kelper. Isn't he like Jung Hoo Lee is definitely in there? Didn't he? Didn't Corbin Burns get Tommy John? That's okay. okay. <laughs> so did Manny Machado and so did Jason Dominguez. Fucking get, um, I love get the, the, get the Avengers of all the Tommy John surgeries. I love some Jung Hoo Lee, but again, that's not happening with Juan Soto. Um, a lot of fans news. Yeah, I, again, I can't decipher this. I'm sorry. Alex. I can't fully. Des- Alex, follow up. He says, "Sorry, I'm I, driving. Don't do this while you're driving." Do this while you're driving, bro. 
And you could follow up with an odd super if you want to help us make more sense. But don't do, pull over if you're going to do that. Pull over That's if you're going to do that. Um, could trade Soto still dumpster dive? Okay. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Thank you for that. We do appreciate it. All right. Join us today at 3 on John and Jim, San Diego Sports 760, or search for John and Jim 760 on YouTube because we've got a YouTube channel for you right there. By the way, Jacob says no birds didn't get Tommy John. I didn't think he did. I, I did. who got uh, and I don't know whatever I'm not sorry I'm hey, not Tommy? following uh, no Woodruff shoulder surgery Woodruff that's what I was thinking of yeah same thing I know I'm with you Woodruff Milwaukee starters my, well, my right. our Milwaukee wrap up show channel uh, we'll talk Who's about next? that there yeah. that's starting at uh, 11:30 Pacific um, never 1:30 Central for you Brewer fans yeah 1:30 Wisconsin. Never. Um, okay, if uh, you want to hear more about the latest with Juan Soto and his potential move to the New York Yankees or elsewhere with the winter meetings just days away, join us today at John and Jim, 3 p.m. San Diego Sports 760, iHeartRadio app, or again, find us on YouTube. Search for John and Jim 760. If you're here, live or on replay, please subscribe. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the super thanks if you're here on replay. Thank you for those that have become members as well by clicking join down below. Thank you to our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Any insurance need, make sure to get in contact with Mark by clicking the link in the description down below. If you're looking to get healthier, please support Aura, ORA.organic. They've got plant-based supplements, the best on the market for you. Click the link in the description down below. And again, if you're playing Underdog Fantasy at underdogfantasy.com or on the app, use promo code PODSWRAP. You'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100 by using promo code PODSRAP, that is P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Uh, thank you, Viva Padres. We will see you today at 3 p.m. All right, for Jim, I'm John. This has been The Wrap-Up Show. Thanks, guys. Peace out, bye. Bye-bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.